Thank you for listening to the Society of Critical Care Medicine's iCritical Care Podcast. The iCritical Care Podcast is copyrighted material and all rights are reserved. Statements of fact and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of authors and participants and do not imply an opinion on the part of the Society of Critical Care Medicine or its officers or members. Your host is the Society's Associate Editor for Podcasts, Dr. Richard Savell. Dr. Savell is the Associate Director of the Surgical Intensive Care Unit at Maimonides Medical Center in Brooklyn, New York. He also is an Assistant Professor of Medicine at the Mount Sinai School of Medicine. To contact the editorial staff of the iCritical Care Podcast with questions, comments, or ideas, please email info at sccm.org. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Society of Critical Care Medicine's iCritical Care Podcast. This is an audio companion to the e-newsletter from June 7th, 2007. A plane crash that killed six people transporting an organ for donation is making national news this week. The crash over Lake Michigan in Wisconsin killed both pilots, two University of Michigan surgeons, and two organ transplant technicians. It is not yet clear what caused the crash, although early indications suggest mechanical problems. The transplant patient awaiting the organ was put back on the waiting list for another organ and was reported to be, quote, very critically ill, unquote. A 2006 report from the National Transportation Safety Board claimed that because of the pressure to conduct operations like these safely and quickly, there are inherent dangers. Emergency medical service transports are associated with an increasing number of accidents. Between January 2002 and January 2005, 55 EMS aircraft accidents occurred in the United States, resulting in 54 deaths. The NTSB offered several recommendations to help make these operations more safe. One of the crash victims, Martinus Spoor, M.D., had been a member of the Society of Critical Care Medicine since 2005. Spoor was a cardiac surgeon at the University of Michigan, Ann Arbor. He came to the university in 2003 for a heart failure fellowship, followed by a critical care fellowship that he finished in 2006. A Canadian, Spoor received his medical degree from the University of Calgary in 1995. He did his cardiac surgery residency and research fellowship at the University of Alberta and his strategic training fellowship at the Canadian Institutes for Health Research. He was a member of several specialty sections within the society. Despite Accreditation Council for Graduate Medical Education guidelines that limit work hours for medical residents, a new study suggests residents continue to experience severe sleepiness. Investigators from Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, Texas, USA, measured objective and subjective sleepiness in 29 medical residents the day before and the day after they were on call for 24 hours at the hospital's intensive care unit. For two nights prior to being on call, residents slept an average of 7.15 and 7.75 hours. Average sleep duration while on call was 2.5 hours. The mean Stanford sleepiness score was significantly different between the pre-call and post-call days. The majority of the residents' post-call sleep latency was in the pathologic range, less than five minutes, according to study investigator Dr. Reddy. This degree of sleepiness is seen in medical conditions such as obstructive sleep apnea and narcolepsy. Even on the pre-call day, the sleep latency was lower than normal. 
for the most part, test scores for reaction time and simple motor skills showed no difference between pre- and post-call days, with the exception of two tests in which residents unexpectedly showed better performance post-call than pre-call. These findings were presented at the American Thoracic Society's annual meeting in May 2007. New rules limiting residents' work hours mean new challenges in ensuring they receive a quality educational experience during their ICU rotation. The Society of Critical Care Medicine's online Resident Intensive Care Unit, or RICU, course offers free access to educational material on adult and pediatric critical care medicine, forming a core curriculum for house staff. The programs are designed for self-study, but they also can be used as part of didactic sessions led by attending physicians or their designees. Incorporate real-life examples from your intensive care unit, the unique demographics from your institution, and your personal practice styles into these discussions or presentations. Both the adult and pediatric ICU courses also include online examinations to provide feedback and an objective assessment of the knowledge base. They are being widely used by North American training programs as part of the ICU rotations curriculum. In its continuing efforts to reach out to an expanding international audience, the Society of Critical Care Medicine has launched a Spanish language web portal at www.sccm.org slash español, E-S-P-A-N-O-L. The site can be used as a guide to the Society's English language website and includes links to several resources available in Spanish. The site is designed to allow the Spanish-speaking community to locate more easily information about the Society at www.sccm.org, including information on membership. The portal also provides information about the new MySCCM, LearnICU, and MyICUCare web portals. Are you trying to come up with the perfect Father's Day gift or tired of receiving the same items each year for your special day? Then look no further. The Society of Critical Care Medicine offers high-quality tools, resources, and products that any father and critical care clinician would enjoy receiving. Peruse hundreds of items found in the SCCM online store or select from the SCCM staff picks. Don't delay. Father's Day is Sunday, June 17, 2007. Build a solid foundation and further your study efforts with the Society of Critical Care Medicine's Adult or Pediatric Multiprofessional Critical Care Review course to be held from August 7th through the 11th, 2007 in Chicago, Illinois, USA. Participants will gain a comprehensive review as distinguished critical care experts provide extensive coverage of core concepts in cardiology, endocrinology, gastroenterology, neurology, nutrition, sepsis, respiratory care, and more. Small group problem-based learning discussions will also strengthen your knowledge base, as will the sponsored symposium luncheon Thromboembolism in the Critically Ill Patient, the Advanced Course. In addition, enhance your board review by registering for the pre-course ABIM Critical Care Self-Evaluation Process Module Review to be held August 5th and 6th, 2007. The Society's two-day program simplifies the maintenance of certification process by helping critical care practitioners complete 70 of the required 100 points of self-evaluation. Participants will review and complete four medical knowledge modules and determine how to fulfill the performance improvement requirement, which is completed independently after the course.
The Carolina-Virginia chapter of the Society of Critical Care Medicine will hold its 25th annual scientific symposium from June 15th and 16th, 2007, in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. This year's program, Critical Patients, Critical Needs, will feature keynote speaker Tony Rodriguez, RRT, president of the American Association for Respiratory Care. Her presentation will be entitled The Power of One. Other topics to be discussed will include early mobilization of the ICU patient, DVT prophylaxis in traumatic brain injury, nutritional demands of the critically ill, pandemics, effective handoffs, airway graphic analysis, efficacy of inhaled antibiotics in the treatment of ventilator-induced lung injury, and treatment of acute ischemic stroke and hemorrhagic stroke. For more information, visit the Carolina-Virginia Chapter website or contact Susan Collins at cvsccm at ecrr.com. Want more networking opportunities with critical care colleagues in your community? Looking to grow professionally and to build your career portfolio? Membership in a Society of Critical Care Medicine chapter can help you achieve these goals. Society chapters provide an excellent forum for the exchange of ideas, knowledge, and information at the local level. As a member, you'll meet professionals who live and practice in your area and who face similar issues affecting the practice of critical care. Participation allows you to build on your leadership skills, providing experience that will serve you well if you choose to become an active member in the society at the national level. For the iCritical Care Podcast, I'm Dr. Richard Savell. As a general study rule, practitioners should start preparing intensively for their board exams at least one year in advance. Register today for the Society of Critical Care Medicine's Adult and Pediatric Multiprofessional Critical Care Review Courses to be held August 7th through 11th, 2007 in Chicago, Illinois, USA. As a registered participant of a review course, you'll receive a free study aid worth $175. In addition, you can enhance your board review by registering for one of two pre-courses, the ABIM Critical Care Self-Evaluation Process Module Review or the Rapid Response System Training. Build a solid foundation and further your study efforts with the only multi-professional association that focuses solely on critical care. Register today by visiting www.sccm.org or calling 1-847-827-6888.